Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, I'm going to talk about the New York Yankees from 1960 to 1964. I know it's still football season, but many avid Uh, Baseball fans are already looking forward to spring training. So, other than the 1961 season, which was one of the best Yankee teams ever, and the year that Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's single-season home run record, the other four years during that five-year span don't really seem to get talked about that much. Maybe that's because even though the Yankees made it to the World Series five years in a row, they did lose three of those World Series. So maybe that's why it's not talked about as much as some of the other Yankee dynasties. Okay, so um, we'll go back in time a little bit here. From 1949 to 1958, The Yankees won the American League pennant nine times and the World Series seven times. And the only year during that 10-year span that the team failed to win the pennant was in 1954. Despite having an exceptional 103 wins and 51 loss record, they finished eight games behind the first place Cleveland Indians. Cleveland finished the season with 111 wins and only 43 losses. Their 721 winning percentage remains the all-time highest winning percentage in the American League. But their storybook season did not have a happy ending as they were swept four games to zero in the World Series by the New York Giants. But now we'll get back to the Yankees. In 1959, the Yankees not only didn't win the pennant, but finished in third place, 15 games behind the Chicago White Sox. Their 79-75 and record was the team's worst record since 1925. Could it be their dynasty was finally over? Yankee haters sure hope so but it proved to be nothing more than wishful thinking. The Bronx Bombers finished the 1960 season with a 97-57 and record and were back in the World Series. Right fielder Roger Maris won the American League MVP award. Their opponent in the series would be the surprising Pittsburgh Pirates, who had not appeared in the World Series since 1927. The Pirates finished the 1960 season with 95 wins and 59 losses. It turned out to be a rather unusual World Series, as the Yankees outscored the Pirates 
55 runs to 27, yet still lost the series four games to three. The 55 runs were the most ever scored in World Series history by one team. Yankees second baseman Bobby Richardson became the first player from the losing team to win the series MVP award. Pirates second baseman Bill Mazeroski became the first player to hit a World Series ending home run. But the Yankees came back strong the following season with a new manager in Ralph Houck who replaced the legendary Casey Stengel. The 1961 New York Yankees are arguably one of the best teams in Major League Baseball history. They stormed through the regular season with an impressive 109-53 record, the team's second-best record in their 61-year history. The team had no less than six players who hit 20 or more home runs. Mickey Mantle hit 54, while Roger Maris hit 61, breaking Babe Ruth's record of 60. Maris also won the American League MVP award for the second year in a row. New York easily defeated the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series four games to one. Pitcher Whitey Ford was named Series MVP and also won the Cy Young Award. The 1962 Yankees were not as dominant as the 61 team, but still went 96 and 66 in the regular season before defeating the San Francisco Giants in a hard-fought series, four games to three. The series took 13 days to complete due to rainy weather in both New York and San Francisco. The victory would bring the team's ninth World Series title in 14 years. Pitcher Ralph Terry was named Series MVP, and Mickey Mantle won the American League MVP award. Their success continued in 1963 as they finished the season with 104 wins and 57 losses. Catcher Elston Howard won the American League MVP. It would be the 11th time the Yankees finished the season with over 100 wins. They would face the Los Angeles Dodgers in the World Series for the 8th time but this would be the first time the two teams met since the Dodgers moved to Los Angeles from Brooklyn. It was a no contest. LA swept the series four games to zero. The Dodgers pitching staff, led by Sandy Koufax, held New York to a 171 team batting average and only four runs total. But once again, the team bounced back finishing the 1964 season with a 99-63 and record under new manager Yogi Berra. They won the American League pennant for the 14th time in 16 years. Their opponent would be the St. Louis Cardinals. The two teams had met four other times in World Series play. In a hard-fought series, the Cardinals prevailed four games to three. So evenly matched were the two teams that only one run separated them, with the Yankees scoring 33 total runs 
and the Cardinals scoring 32. Shortly after the series ended, the Yankees fired manager Yogi Berra and replaced him with Cardinals manager Johnny Keane. The changing of managers proved to be a mistake as New York finished the 1965 season with a 77-85 record, the team's first losing season since 1925. From 1965 to 1969, the team had only one winning season and never came close to winning another pennant. It wouldn't be until 1976 that the Bronx Bombers won another pennant. But that's a story for another time. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already... We have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and pigskindispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.